Добрий день! Від нас від Powerful Truth Angels. Слухайте мені, грязні суки. Сусі ми, сусі моїх друзів. Ми приходимо за вами. Окей. Whatever the fuck he just said, if he came up to me and said that, I would give, I would empty my pockets. It's terrifying. This whole thing, he's always a smiley guy, but he speaks Russian, he's like, what's going on? He's hot about this I'll be talking to my grandma, and that's how I talk. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you got to talk. It's an aggressive language. Yeah. Yeah. So Ukrainian, formerly FKA Russian Danny, now Ukrainian Danny. Danny, we're just going to open with with the heavy shit right out the gate. Danny... First of all, this is this is uh, Ukrainian Danny and uh, and uh, Kovina Keith, and they are uh, they are the show. Um, it's all bad if you've ever seen it. I know some of you in the Discord have. Um, I know there's some parallel crossover between PTA and It's All Bad, um, and Ukrainian Danny, formerly Russian Danny, which he's renounced. Renounce after the Done. recent yeah. mm-hmm. the recent proceedings, which I respect. I respect. That's a dead name, so I shouldn't be allowed to. I, I won't dead name you anymore. You're now Ukrainian, Danny, and, it, and it's on site. If anyone if anyone uses the R word on you, you're gonna light them up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, some nice yeah. some yeah. nice kids, yeah, a nice yeah. newcomer guy. Hey, yeah. yeah, you're here first. Um, you're here first. Um, so, okay, you're going. You're going, going over. Not to the Ukraine. No, I wanted to. You and everyone to. was like, you can't go to the Ukraine. Why did you like, want to go to the Ukraine? So I moved here when I was seven. Yeah. I have a grandma that most of my family has left there. I have like distant cousins, but I have a grandma that was taking care of my great grandma and my uncle in Kiev. She's still there. And she um, she was like, oh, I'm going to take care of, you know, and my great grandma passed away about a few years ago. And my uncle actually died on my sobriety birthday last year. Fuck. So she was like in the process of getting all of her immigration stuff done and getting out of there. And then this happens. So she's been in Kiev this whole time. She was about to bounce before she, this happened. She was about to bounce. Yeah, she was like getting wow. ready. She, we just sold my uncle's uh, condo about nine months ago. And she was getting like, you know, tying up the loose ends. She's 75 years old, has lived there, has lived there her entire life. Has maybe left the country three and, times, and there's been no read for there has been no need for her to really leave and to be expedient about it, right? Like yeah, she's had no. no she's, yeah, it, yeah. it seems like it was a great place yeah, for a while. Uh-huh. Yeah, beautiful. It's the only place she's ever known. Culture. Yeah. So, she's about to bounce. She's on a bus right now. Right. Through an organization we found, and we were waiting for to see whether she was going to go to Moldova. Yeah. To it was either between Moldova, Slovakia, or Poland. And there's buses that go. They're, they're taking refugees like every once a day. There's a bus that leaves, and uh, and that organization filled up through the end of the week because the shit got really hectic in the last like 24 hours. There was like some explosions. Missiles are hitting Kiev now. So we found another one, another organization that's got her on a bus right now to Budapest, which I will be flying to, which I'll be flying to tomorrow to meet her there and then get her, we'll meet her at the at the Hungary border, we'll take her to Budapest, we'll spend a night or two there. And then we're going to, we're gonna get her to Frankfurt where she'll stay until she has her interview to come here with us. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. So you, so she's currently crossed over from she's Ukraine. She's in the bus She's right in the now. Ukraine in the bus right now. And so. she's trying to cross over. Yeah. yeah. Into Hungary, yeah, because yeah. obviously my geography is fucked. Hungary, Hungary, I have to look up. at it. I have to look at it myself. You're like, I'm going, going here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Take me there. <laughs> <laughs> take me here, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fucking Borat voice, dude. So that's some crazy. I mean, I, you know, we all have problems mm. in our lives that seem pretty big, 
Yeah, until uh, that. Yeah. And yeah, until I heard that, I was like, you know, I'm like feeling sorry for myself this weekend about who the fuck knows what. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's like this job's not working out. I hurt my leg, you know, all this bullshit. And, and then I hear Danny's going to uh, going over to to into a situation that's like not certain. Yeah. And it's not simple. Yeah. Right. Like I think it sounds Thank simple you. and like, but I don't think it's uh, it's crazy. I mean, what? And, and your first reaction when all this stuff happened. You know what, what part? What part of Ukraine did you grow up in? Again? I was born in Kiev. You're born in Kiev. Yeah. Okay. And Kiev is a site of like a lot of crazy shit's happening. Yeah. There was like the first. Um, it's the Los Angeles of the Ukraine. Yeah, absolutely. Really. Mm-hmm. Right. But they had the first genocide. I read this thing. But it was like the first genocide of bullets. Mm-hmm. And I might begin. Hey, fact check. Yeah. The genocide of bullets. Oh, I think. Yeah. Right. And I think they 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 like lit up like thirty thousand. I could be wrong. Was it thirty thousand people? They killed thirty thousand people by by just gunned them down, right? Um, the Nazis in Kiev, did? yeah. Oh. So it's like it's it's a it's a historically uh, been a place where things bad things have happened. Now bad things are happening there again. Yeah. They, in the square where that happened, that was to commemorate it. They just blew they it just up. Blew it up. Right? Yeah. So it's there's a lot of, there's a lot of shit going on. Like when this first happens. What's you, did you want to go over there and be like, I'm going to go, you want to shoot Absolutely. Over. I was like, I had a sawed off shotgun when I was 15 years old. Yeah. I've been doing hit training at Training Mate, shout out Training Mate <laughs> yep. for the last Tra- three yep. and a half yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're Training like, Mate's you, for. You're like, you, war hey, preparation. You're like, can you patch me in on the <laughs> battlefield? Like, get home, mate, get over there, get jump over that <laughs> fucking burn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do a squat, you little nasty Russian Ukrainian. Um, Fucking training mate. You're like, I'm pretty much a Navy SEAL. I, am, I mean, I How much am. is this Air One jar worth? Dollar fifty, right? It's a ninety nine dollars. No, no, it's a dollar fifty jar. It's it's a, a, I believe it's a fake. It's, I just put the sticker on my <laughs> yeah. jar, so I make you guys think I shot Air One. Just to flex, yeah, yeah. Um, to Los Feliz flex. Uh, so yeah, so you your your instinct is like, I want to get over there and just like, I want to get over. There. And at I first see, it was like, I want to get over there, and then it was like, I want to get over there and get my grandma out of there, yeah. and then it was like. I want to get over there and get my grandma out of there. And then when I get her to the border, then I want to stay and fight, you know? And then I'm talking because I have like homies there. Like I still, you know, I moved here when I was seven. So like it kind of hit me a few days in where I was like all the people that I went to like to preschool with and kindergarten. And like I moved here when I was in first grade. All those dudes are like fighting a war right now. Crazy. And I'm sitting over here eating fucking avocado toast. Right. At Erewhon. You know? (laughs) I don't know if they have Erewhon avocado toast, but if they do, I would be eating it. Yeah. Yeah. No, of course they do. Is there an Erewhon in Kiev? (laughs) No. Um, yeah, so I want you know. So immediately, I'm like, oh, I want to do this, but and I called you my mom. You want to take up arms? Yeah, and I called my mom and I told her this. And so she did was, Jacob. Jacob hit me up. He yeah. wanted to take up arms too. Yeah. Oh, he's Ukrainian also. He's no. Where's Jacob's from? Um, he's just huh? crazy. He's no, just, he's, he's. I mean, a lot of people. Bo- a lot of Hassan. You know, a lot of homies. No, he might be. He might be Croatian, but he was Seth, like, look, they're going to go there next, and everything's so close over there. Mm-hmm. But Jacob, he texted me. He's like, hey. Should we go to the Ukraine? You know, like, should we go? You're like, I got a, uh, I have a Bud Light job coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I need to sell insurance to people who yeah. don't need it. Maybe, um, you know, like, uh, dude, I mean, I, I see, and I saw like, there, I saw this uh, on Instagram. There was like these English dudes who were like, we're going over there. Like, they're like, fuck this shit. And like, it's these English ex-military guys who are just going over there. And I'm like, when you go to fight, like, 
in your in the movie version, you get to pack all your gear. Yeah. But the real version is you can't take shit on the plane. No. So you have to go there and like get weapons. And get weapons, right? Yeah. So you have to like, what do you think the mechanic? Do you think? Do you know how it works? Like, do you have to go there with money to buy guns? No, no, no. Or you no. go there and they supply you the gun. I actually have a friend that is uh, like a like a kind of a, a, a more of an acquaintance, you know, a family acquaintance yeah. who's like on the front lines right now, right no there. No fucking yeah. Way. And I and I talked to him and I kind of uh, and I kind of messed up because I was like, oh, where are you at? You're in, you know, and like and I could I like we'll Facetime, you know, and I he me immediately like like his fucking expression changed because what they do is they tell him they give him a point every morning, and like they're like this is where you go because this is where they hear the Russian military is going to be the next day and they show up and they give them whatever they got you know and these dudes show up and they wait for them and they fucking go in and they do their best to murk them and then I have another homie who's there who has fam- who has like cousins there who's like dude he's like he'll drive down the street and there's just like hundreds of Russian soldiers just left there dead on the side of the road. Dude, the, I mean, I know this has been talked about a lot, but the old Russia, the old uh, Ukrainian lady who was like, oh, here, yeah. here are seeds for you to put in your pocket so I plant to make grow from you when amazing. you die. I was like, I mean, listen, the also like we live in an age where we live in such a crazy social media age where like the shit, the news travels, like people are people, people are on the front lines on fucking Instagram, probably. Yeah, yeah. And they're like the ghost of Kiev, and like then it's trending in our shit, and it's like the ghost of Kiev, and like mm. someone's already fucking bought the rights to it. I'm sure it's making a fucking movie right now. Like, right. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the shit goes so fast, and mm. it makes me think about you know America, and I'm like, well, I wonder if we could get. Act- I mean, it's hard to invade us because we're kind of like. You know, our, our shit's crumbling from the inside. Like, our invasion has happened through, like, <laughs> yeah. social media and manipulation. Like, we're kind of eating ourselves. Yeah. Um, but but uh, I'm thinking about, like, actual troops on the ground, like Red Dawn style. And, like... No, a, fr- a friend of all three of us, who I'll, I'll leave nameless, but his brother is, like, you know, li- he's he, he's moved to the Middle East because he works for the government. He's a... And he said, he said Russia's a paper tiger. He doesn't think they have a chance against the Ukrainians. Really? No. See, I hear, I hear. He said the U.S. military would lay down the Russians in six days. Yeah, yeah, the U.S. military, but but then, then China gets pulled into it, right? Isn't China like an ally of theirs? Like it's interesting because it it is, but China's such a big market. I don't, I don't think they would fucking. um, I like, I like when three dummies get together and talk geopolitics. Yeah, (laughs) no, we're like. I actually no, to, know me, nothing. to me, I'm like, yeah, none of us really know shit, but honestly, yeah. I think of everything in, in a commerce sense, you yeah, know, and yeah. it's like, granted, China could join Russia and go to the war. But I mean, the amount, you know, China's economy, it's a, it's really a bull economy, I think. But, yeah. you know, it's doing really well. But it to, for them to join Russia would then all of a sudden they'd have they'd have the embargo or whatever you call that yeah, shit and yeah. wouldn't be able to sell all the fucking everything that comes here is made in china yeah you know? uh-huh. or a lot of and it and we're like we're probably one of the world's biggest consumers of fucking everything by far mm-hmm. like we're constantly buying shit like we don't need all the time yeah like on credit whatever yeah um and yeah, we also saying, dictate what other people buy right right we're saying that yeah, yeah it's true it's true so like it doesn't benefit i think that i think that the, the problem is that putin is you know a dictator and Putin is just one guy, and it seems like he actually is running. Like it's not like there's a board. I think Putin is making these. I've, he's I would guess, he's mm-hmm. making these decisions, and you're it's you're fallible as like this person who's like, you know, like he's got to be paranoid and like. I've read so much different shit. I've also read that Russia, if they wanted to, if they wanted to be ruthless, they could have wiped out the entire fucking place. But they're trying to be somewhat. They're trying not to fully just destroy. Ukraine. Well, because they want to take it over, right? But they I want it to be it's, habitable. It's, not, right? it's well, not going so well. Yeah, no. It has but like also, well. no. but also, so then my my stepdad, um, his he's from Russia. He was born in Saint Petersburg. Yeah, 
it was Leningrad then, whatever, you know. So he was born there and his daughter is in Moscow now. And she called to see to check in on him. She was talking to my mom and she goes, hey, um, she goes, oh, how's your mom doing in Kiev and whatever. My mom's like, oh, this is, you know, we're trying to get her out. Of and she was like, it's so horrible what your um, it's so horrible what your people are doing to your country. And she goes, what? And she's like, yeah, it's so horrible what your the separatist Ukrainians are doing to your country. No. Yeah. That's the thing. They're, they're, yeah. A bunch of the ru- people in Russia, like one of the soldiers they caught. He was like, we were told that neo-Nazis were taking over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, some of yeah, I've, I've read that, too. Like, they're like, yeah. they also were told that the Ukrainians were going to let their gun, put their guns down. Yeah, they that they were, that they were no being welcomed in, that it was yeah. gonna, or that Dude, they were going to be a fucking the farmer with a fucking tractor picked up a crank. Uh, tank and took it yeah like <laughs> shit is not going as smooth as they thought it was which is sick like um it's it's because i thought as soon as russia i was like oh this is this is over They're me too i mean yes just, like, yeah dude like it. i mean and some of the best boxers i mean arguably the best boxers in the Vasily lomachenko i heard the, he i heard he went there he's I heard it, there he's yeah, in he's uniform there, like in you like yo the the also the president just being like it's this is this is my this is my i'm a little bit cynical because it's lined up so well to where we're like everyone's rooting for Ukraine and yes they shouldn't be invading Ukraine but I'm like what's behind this like is the US fighting is it a proxy war like are we fi- are we fucking with Russia through Ukraine like yes yes your grandma needs to get the fuck out of there yeah. they shouldn't be in there fucking shit up but like I feel like behind all of this is just like there's all these machinations like there's all this shit going on well there's some tricky there's a, i mean i think with all of it you know i think with, with the fucking i think with the opioid crisis i think with fucking kids drinking lean and whatever like i think yeah. it's all like i mean not that doesn't have anything to do with ukraine you know just I mean, you know? on some level it's all connected <laughs> but like you but you know with the it fentanyl all with that, all this stuff family the, i mean if we want to get deep about it i mean yeah. like the fentanyl thing right like the fentanyl is all made in China, right? <laughs> China's a communist country, so everything China. Everything is made by the government, right? Yeah. So somebody has to know because all of that stuff is coming here, you know, coming through Mexico and coming here and killing everybody. Yeah. And it's it's also killing people in other countries, but it's like is it chemical warfare? Who knows? You know, I mean, I don't think there's a bunch of people doing fentanyl in China. I think it's literally like because it's such a, a I think tiny it's just amount. money. I think it's just like I don't think I don't think that they're purposely knocking people off. You know, I don't think, but I think it's just it's just money. Like they just they, no, I don't makes, think they're they're purposely knocking people off, but they know what it's doing. It's yeah, like, oh yeah, because they knew from is, Oxy. They knew from. Yeah. They knew. I think I, Oxy. I think the lean. I think the fucking all of it. I think yeah. it's like I think it's so far. I think like it's so far planned out and we're yeah. so far connected, like yeah. disconnected from what the, you know, I think like the insurance companies, the treatment industry, all of it. I think yeah. it's all like, you know, it's like a fucking like, like I had this analogy yesterday. It's like a chess game that they're playing and we think we're the fucking pawns, you know? Yeah. And we're like, we're not even a fucking speck of dust. We're playing marbles. Yeah. yeah. Like a few boards <laughs> yeah. over. They're playing fucking 3D chess. And yeah. they're just like, they're yeah. like you know what? We're going to start something called the screwed up click in, in the South. And they're going to talk about uh, sip and lean for 10 <laughs> Years. You know how much we then, don't. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, like you know, if you want to get crazy, yeah. the CIA. Listen, the CIA, the shit that the CIA, like this. I've been listening to this podcast about how the CIA basically like was was experimenting in the fifties with acid. Yeah, and they were just like they would just they would just go they would do whatever the fuck they want. They would just give someone hundred milligrams of acid. They give people that had they they were going nuts, just giving everyone fucking acid, just fucking around like. They're part of that counterculture. Like, who's to say that they didn't like? Like, you talk about lean, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the codeine. Like, maybe, maybe, maybe. Who know, who the fuck knows? You don't know. I mean, maybe look, they invented. You I'll know. tell you this much, and I've talked about this on our podcast a lot. But this is the fact. 
So the, the original methamphetamine, like from the 30s or 40s, you know, the mm-hmm. shit that the it, they were doing in World War II, like the kamikaze products right. and the Nazis and all that shit is, was made is phenyl 2 propanol, right? The original methamphetamine. So way down the line, and we just had a guy, uh, my friend's dad on there talking about when he was making methamphetamine, somebody at a certain point figured out how to make the same shit out of cold pills, right? Yeah. Sudafed, Actifed, mm-hmm. right? Anything veteran based. So in, in about 19... 19- 89 a guy like it, it, in the late the, that's a nazi method right that's what they call that yeah yeah but but in about 1989 like i and i had already done crank you know what i mean as a kid but it was very hard to get like it wasn't really around you'd have to know somebody like in a motorcycle club or somebody from the desert and we had done it but what had happened was there was a 7-eleven in covina where so you, crank is pre-cold pill yes i yeah, technically. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people call all of it crank, but yes, like the now, Panther pitch. Just to shit. clarify this, we're talking to Keith Wager, who is currently wearing soaking wet jeans. <laughs> soaking wet. <laughs> just, I just want to clarify. Keith walked in and goes, Al, come here, come here. Feel my jeans. I, I took Keith. His jeans are completely soaked through with dude. Dirt. And, I, and I go, what are you doing? Because I'm trying to turn a pair of 31s into 34s. I'm like, so you're going to walk around the whole day suffering in wet jeans? Dude, Nothing. Nothing could be more terrifying to me. If I step in a puddle of water with my sock, my whole fucking day is fucked. That's, okay, sorry. I've been wearing these for fucking three hours, by the way. Chafing? No. Wet jeans. <laughs> I have underwear on, but they're wet too. Yeah. I actually got out of the pool and I'm like, fuck it. I might as well just. I didn't even dry off. I just slipped. slipped, slipped fucking on. Wet jeans. But, okay. This is the. the so in, in about 1989, there's a 7 Eleven in Covina where you could drive through. I've told Danny this story a lot. I'm sure I've told you, but. You could drive through and buy pot. You know what I mean? Like dime bags, whatever. What do you mean drive through? They had a drive through window? Well, it's like a McDonald's and behind it, there was like a little thing with like a liquor store and a 7-Eleven so that, you know, you could like drive through like a L. So you could drive through the street on the east side and come out on the street on the north side. That's something that would just serve you through the window? Yeah, just dudes like heavy metal dudes, literally. Like. That's so awesome. Dude, I love the era. I love the yeah. era of buying weed from Heshers. Oh, yeah. Like a Hesher with a nickel. Like, dude, that's dating yourself. Like, where'd you get the weed from? It was a guy in a black trench coat, yeah. and he gave me a nickel bag of, like, no. fucking twigs. Oh, dude, this is from, like, I mean, it's, you know, like, that I, I it went on till probably 1987 but i mean it was like this is like a daily thing random dudes like random heavy metal all selling the same weed you know yeah yeah and um shitty mexican brick weed totally yeah. yeah and it was like you know dime bags whatever yeah but what what happened is all of a sudden like you kind of just heard through the grapevine you know what i mean like all of a sudden these dudes uh were had speed you know had methamphetamine right yeah. and you're like fuck that's because it was so i can't even tell you how hard it was to get i mean it was like it, like the first time I did it was like my friend's older brother who's like a white trash dude. He had it. Yeah. But it was like a one time thing. Then a year later. You were a kid. A kid. I was 13, 14. Yeah. And uh, you did a line of speed and you were like up for like what? Fucking three days. One line. One line. And this is pre. Pre. Homemade. Pilled up. So yeah. was it better? Mm-hmm. Was it cleaner? It wasn't cleaner. I, I, quite the contrary. You know, it was like it wasn't glassy looking. I mean, you could. Right, Danny. It's like if it if it looks dirty, mm-hmm. it is dirty. It's kind of like that. Like the yeah. glass thing is the pill dope, where it looks like salt and shit, you know. But what had happened was, it was around here and there. But all of a sudden, there was just more than usual around. Not, you know what I mean. And what had happened was, a guy was driving through that Seven Eleven, and he bought weed from these guys. He was probably like thirty five. I mean, we were probably like eighteen, and. He had bought weed from these these two guys, these friends of ours. And then one day he came through and he goes, hey, you guys like meth? And they go, yeah. And he goes, get this, this, and this, and I'll show you how to make it. Which was. But you weren't doing it at the time. 
No, no, but my friends were. Okay. A, a, it was like, again, like heavy metal dudes, you yeah. know, outcasts, you yeah. know what I mean? Like um, punkers and shit. And what had happened was this guy- meth, you know, meth was, speed was a, was 100% a white drug for a 100%. long time. Then I, then I, later on, like Chola, like it's, it got to East LA and I, I seen like Mexican people doing it, like yeah. Chola doing like, you know, but, but it, I remember for a long time it was a purely a white drug. Like huh. drugs used to be, drugs used to be except for weed was universal. Yeah. But like a lot of drugs were very, you know, heroin won't weigh crack. You know, everything had its own like group. Well, mm -hmm. I, I I have a, a theory and it's a bit of a fucking stretch, but like this guy's coming. You know, in the early '80s, I was in juvenile hall with kids who were 15 years old who were telling me this is 1985. Yeah. Like I was making 10 grand a day, and you know, I'm we're kids in juvenile hall. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Selling speed. No, selling, they were selling crap. Oh, yeah, yeah, But, like, I'm making 10, 10 grand a day. I got a fucking low, low. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I got a fucking glass house, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Then yeah. I realized, I'm like, dude, everybody I was in juvenile hall with, every every black dude was like, nine out of 10 were in there for selling crack. Yeah. Literally. Like, there, there's so few crackheads in juvenile hall. Yeah. And I was like, and then I realized, this I'm like, juvenile hall we're talking about. Juvenile this hall. This isn't like prison. Yeah, this, this isn't is prison. Juvie. This is kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, you not, know, but, but also, it was you get a reputation like if you smoked if you smoke crack yeah and yeah. even did coke too much yeah people would be like nah you're, you're no good like yeah. you just you weren't supposed to be on that side of it right right like and as soon as you were like so it was like something you had to sneak around to do right like, but at this time i mean you're talking like a 15 year old kid i mean i can't even tell you like a hundred dollars was a lot of money then yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. and now like i i thought everybody was lying and then i realized i'm like fucking everybody has the same story right. every single person and then Anyway, so the long and short of it is, and I didn't put this together until I was sober, but this guy came through and he's driving through and he buys weed from these guys a couple yeah. of times. He tells them, get a glass Gatorade bottle, get a bunch of these fucking cold pills. A which glass were, Gatorade bottle? Yeah, that's is, what they use as a flask on this first run. They used to have glass Gatorade? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, or like, I think it was a glass Gatorade or a glass apple, it was a bottle of some sort. Yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah. Gatorade bottle though, but. Um, he, goes, they, he goes, get this, this, and this, which, you know, you remember, you got to get like the pills, right? Actifed or Sudafed. You got to get red phosphorus. <laughs> I never did. And you got to get iodine crystals. <laughs> well, at the time. Because <laughs> you remember, I got, no, I don't. I don't. Okay, sorry. <laughs> well, no, because it wasn't even like, you probably couldn't even find the shit in Venice at the I'm serious. Yeah, like, yeah. it was nowhere. Like, I used to sell it in Hollywood, even in the early 90s, because fucking nobody had it. Right. But this guy tells them to, you know, get these things, and he teaches them how to make methamphetamine right and they do it and then probably about two years later is when i got into it but i was at that house one day i was standing at the driveway and i see that guy in there and i started like he was in there with the two dudes i'm talking about and i was talking to my other friend i'm looking at that dude and granted i'm fucking spun like a research monkey but i'm like i look at that dude and i was like who fucking knows that dude and everybody's like oh that's fucking whatever his name you know i'm like i go that's not what i'm asking i'm like we all went to school together you know what i mean I know Nick from punk rock. I know you from blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, where the fuck did this guy, this guy that's like 35 year old man just yeah. came and started <laughs> teaching people how to make methamphetamine? Right. In a completely different way. Right. So, you know, like, and then he would encourage people as well. Like other dudes want to learn how to make it. And, and these guys were trying to keep it on the DL. And he goes, no, nah, no, nah, show them. It'll take the heat off of us. Right. So oh, yeah. they start showing up. It, it got so crazy that the house I'm talking about, the first one, this is how many people were making it within a few years. They raided that house and the one directly behind it and caught labs in both houses at the same time. 
This is like the white version of Snowfall where Keith's saying the CIA was coming to... Well, they're, they're coming to bring... They're like, we're putting crack in the black neighborhoods. Now we're going to put meth in the white neighborhood. But that's that's what I'm leading to. Right. Here's here's my point is like, let's say the three of us in the powder coke... Powder cocaine was huge in the 70s, right? Yeah. You need a fucking scientist to turn it into ra- rocks. To turn it into crack? No, you don't. You could freebase <laughs> it. But no, but I, I'm saying to figure out how to do that in the first place. Before crack oh, existed, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, you need a fucking scientist. Oh, to, to, to transform it into crack. The street, like with the fucking, with the actual, like. Exactly. Not just baking soda and, and Coke. You're talking about like. Right. You're talking about free basic. Yeah. I'm talking oh, about yeah. like to rock it. But even, even so, either way. To come like, up with it. Yeah. Somebody had to figure out a way to make it. Because it wasn't that. like what, a, what an amazing event. How did they figure that shit out? <laughs> <laughs> because some fucking, some fucking. I, I, someone just, someone discovered how just how to make magic. Yeah. I mean, like the, the same thing with methamphetamine <laughs> my, on a much more serious level. Because, you know. Rocking up cocaine, you're not going to blow up the fucking block. No. Cooking methamphetamine, like the the old way, the P2P way that the bikers did. Yeah. That, you know, like it's pretty close. It's not too far from a hydrogen bomb, you know, because you're removing the oxygen <laughs> from these molecules. So you could, that's why there was fires. But in, <laughs> I'm being serious, dude. So you go from taking a chemical that like Kodak has, because that's what the P2P shit was. It was shit for something to do with film processing. Right. But now you're making out of fucking cold pills. Right. A scientist figured that out. It right. ain't fucking somebody in a Kavina garage. I'll tell well, you yeah, that. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so you're, what's the theory? Is that? Well, the theory is like, if you think about it, like if you flood crack cocaine into minority neighborhoods, right? right. Then all the people who want rights and jobs and want better lives, it locks up most of the men. Well, people get, that's, that's a side of it. But according to, uh, the movies and things I've read and the show Snowfall is that they were trying to fight the Contras and they were funding the secret war by selling drugs. Maybe they're killing two birds. They were, right. but they were they're selling de- powder cocaine. Right, but they taught them. Didn't right. they teach them how to, how to rock it up? I think they taught Freeway Ro- Ricky Ross how right. to do it. But again, that to my point, it's like and that's is, where there, it became yeah. a pandemic. And there is a history of the CIA destabilizing black, Fuck yes. especially black neighborhoods more than mm. any other because yes. like the Black Panthers and all that stuff. Like whenever, whenever there's a group yeah. But even even with rap music, right? Like there's a history of like the FBI because and I when I was younger, I would be like, why the fuck are the feds watching Easy E or Tupac? Like, why would they care? But then as you grow older, you're like, wait a minute, entire movements can start by someone with a voice getting galvanizing mm-hmm. people, putting them together. And there's another alternate fucking conspiracy theory that like that within the record industry, they're promoting music that features more murder and drug use because like there, there's a whole theory on this, Jason. If you want to, if you if you want to tap into that one, Jason's just taking. He's taking the day off. He doesn't care about anything. Yeah. Um, uh, if, but well, there's a whole theory about uh, inside the record industry that they're that they basically are pushing for more of the violent, like the stuff that's violent and and um, quote unquote degrading or whatever. They push that way harder than anything that's like positive, because it, and I don't know if it's because they're trying to. Uh, disassemble uh, the community and family or if it just does better sales I don't know but it, 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 if, if you think about it shit is a lot more live in hip hop motherfucker I, I feel like every week some rapper is getting murdered no it's true lately it was like that in the 90s and yeah. then in the past five years it's like people get people are getting dropped all the time it's really weird I think because I'm older I'm so removed from like because when you're younger it's palpable right like right. When, you, when you hear like when there's violence in the street and there's violence in the music 
and you're in, you're running around as a kid in LA, you can feel it. Like you're, yeah. you can see it happen. You might get shot at a few times. Yeah. If you're not directly involved, someone you know is involved. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm older, I'm seeing like, it's not, they're not dropping my heroes. They're dropping like this new generation's heroes. And like, I like to think that like the violence isn't there as much, but I'm just not hanging out. Right. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm not you're out not till four streets. in the morning. Yeah. I'm not fucking around. Like I'm not on the, you know, I'm not doing shit that puts Wait, me in the line not? of fire. No, I'm not, <laughs> not walking down Melrose. <laughs> yeah. I'm not just going to fucking blue. What's that? What's that cafe? All the, all the scammers go to, it's called yeah. like blue gems or blue. Yeah. Blue, what, no, no, no. Uh, what's that? No, what's it? Bossa Nova. Bossa no, Nova, that's the one. one. Yeah, that's, that's a, a scam. Yeah. And there's one called Blue. It's all the scammers go Blue there. Blue Jam, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Blue Jam, yeah, 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 yeah. Like they all, all they all go there, and it's like you're you're eating a fucking you know a six dollar muffin, and someone just puts a gun in your neck, right. takes all your shit. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, that's like that chicken place, that that fried chicken place on La Brea Melrose there. Which one's that? Motherfucker, somebody got murked. I don't really? remember the name of it, dude. Some guy just got stabbed. Like this, is, we'll get we're gonna get into this conversation too yeah. about like the evolution of meth. But before that, I'm gonna go back to I'm gonna go back to one thing. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your of your subscriptions. I remember back in the day, one of the first gyms I I would join a gym way back in the day. I join a gym and I'd go for like eight months or something, get in shape, and then stop going. And never cut off the subscription. Because like I'm gonna go, mm-hmm. and I'd stop going for one reason or another, and sometimes I would let those things just roll. Because in my mind, I'm like, I'm gonna go, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back, and all of a sudden, you're like, you've paid for the gym. I think this happens a lot with gym memberships, and probably with a whole bunch of other digital memberships that we're you know lined up for. Like, have you ever gone through your apps and tried to figure out how many things you're subscribed to? Well, let me tell you something, Keith. Truebill will do that for you. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to 720 smackaroos a year with Truebill, Keith. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your account, you should do it right now, Keith, and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one simple tap. Just one tap your finger, Keith. All those, all that money that you're spending on fucking, you know, the hair cream that you never yeah. use and the Apps. prescription shoes, it all goes away. Uh, add your, and your Truebill concierge is there when you, when okay. And your true bill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Uh, I'll tell you my experience with Truebill. I, I got Truebill and I had them run through all my stuff and I was paying $670,000 a year on unwanted subscriptions. Wow. And I was sliding into bankruptcy. The feds were on my ass and I was like, oh, now I have the money to buy a boat. And that's why I'm endorsing my other our other sponsor, superyachts.biz. If you want to rent a boat and you want the appearance of having a boat without all the maintenance and all the downsides of having a boat, try superyachts.biz. They'll get you on a boat and get you looking sexy. Comes with three <laughs> Truebill has over 2 million users and helped save them over 100 million. Like Matthew B who says, in a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the year on my direct TV bill. I saved $120 for the year on my Sirius XM bill, Keith, and saved $840 a year on my car insurance. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash PTA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash PTA could save you thousands a year. That's what Keith's doing right now. He's logging on to Truebill. Okay. Russia or China figures out how to invade us like Red Dawn, right? Mm-hmm. So they get, they somehow like, they get into, they get into LA. Let's say they, they figure out a way to come up through the beach, right? They're invading us. So now, and, and our, and our army is off somewhere else. So we have to take up arms. And I've had this conversation. Here's what I think would happen. I think that a, uh, let's say, and there's all these militia groups, not in LA, but right outside. I'm sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oregon and shit. 
So, see, me, see me valley. Yeah, see me valley. Right outside. Like, literally like five yeah. 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 Uh, So the militia groups would probably start beefing with the leftist groups. The leftist groups are out there with like wooden spoons and like, and like you know, crazy outfits. The militias are fully fucking, the militias are fully, fully armed. You know, they're just Jeff Cutter the fuck out, right? <laughs> and they're just like, they're just, they got all the gear, but they're beefing with the, with the leftists. The gangs, instead of helping are just are probably just looting and right. tearing mm-hmm. shit up and there's probably some then you have everyone in the middle who's kind of patrolling but i feel like if they came across we'd be too busy eating each other up mm. we, right we'd be too busy. except for hassan would be out there with a, with a sword he would <laughs> yeah he would absolutely <laughs> or a broom yeah, yeah. like so he's just pop locking like <laughs> 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 yeah. but we have we have our friends who think that they want to go join the war but i'm like bro okay you're on the front line of Ukraine and you're not Ukrainian. Like the first time I, I dive and catch a, a rock in my kneecap, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to get out of here. I don't want to eat fucking. Well, I think that I well, think- the, wait, real quick. So what my homie told me that's there that's fucking doing it, he was like, Oh, he's like, the problem is there's all these people that are coming from all over, you know? He's like, right. and it's like some dude that got a 23 in me and found out that like he has like Ash- that he's like an Ashkenazi Jew or whatever that like has some traces back fucking. 0.02% in Ukraine. And he's like, I'm going to go. I got to fight for my people, you know? Yeah. And he jumps on a flight, whatever, you know, goes out there. He cannot speak a word of Ukrainian. He can't speak a word of fucking Russian, you know? Right. So he gets a gun and he gets some ammunition. How the fuck does he know? Like how you can't translate to the motherfucker, you know? So my homie that's there, he's like, dude, he's like, it's dri- it drives us nuts because there are all these people. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. It's like power in numbers and it's great to have people. Yeah. He goes, but we can't even tell the motherfuckers where we're going, you know? Like we got to like Google translate fucking commands to them. You like, know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Also, they're not trained. No. So like they're well, there's, training. There's a dude. There's a Korean American guy who was a, who's a retired SEAL who's over there already. No you way. See? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Dude, we need some just we need a couple of just top tier fucking psycho operators over there. You like, know that there's dudes over there from yeah. other oh, places. Yeah. Like slip like they probably you think you think that you think America slipped in some of our guys like some like yeah behind you think? Oh yeah. Know. They can't, right? No. He says no. No, no, no way they didn't. Oh yeah, <laughs> you think so? See, because yeah. we we all believe like in this. Th- we we've all watched so many action movies that we're like, yeah, just wait till Jason Bourne gets <laughs> yeah. there. You don't think the fucking Rambo is there? <laughs> yeah. You got another thing coming. Yeah. <laughs> you know he's on his way. Yeah. Fucking stars and bars, bro. Well, like the it's interesting. It's like it, I, I, the thing on on them invading invading America. I, I you'd be a fucking fool to do that. It's like it, it, to invade America would be a bold fucking move. Also considered. Well, they don't, but yeah. they don't, they don't, they'd have to, I don't know how they could do it. How would they refuel? How would I they mean, get food? Well, I, dude, I don't also, know. I mean, like our military is so like, we're just going to start like the, the last you, time somebody attacked us on American soil, I believe was Pearl Harbor, right? Yeah. Outside of the September 11th thing. But when, when that fucking Pearl Harbor thing happened, I yeah. mean, like what we did to those people yeah. was like, it literally put them out of the war. Yeah. Cause everybody talks about, you know, like, cause Hitler was such a fucking monster. <laughs> And killed so many people. But what nobody talks about is Italy and Japan were right there with them. Yeah. It was the mm-hmm. three of them. But what happened is they bombed Pearl Harbor. And then it was like, cancel Christmas. Here comes this fucking H-bomb. Yeah. And just like, and when you see something of that magnitude, I'd imagine, yeah. it's pretty fucking... Listen, you know, like, it, it, he, listen the, the ugly truth that no one really wants to deal with and that the reality of humanity is that we are vicious predators. Mm-hmm. We are going to be killing each other until the end of fucking time. Yeah. It's in our goddamn nature. I'm not saying I'm not advocating for it. I'm not, I don't like it, but it's a reality. There's a reason why America puts all this money into it. We are a military industrial conflict with the face of McDonald's on it. 
But being behind it, we are just fucking all the money is on the fucking guns and the, and the soldiers. Mm-hmm. And it's because that's the way the world actually works, unfortunately. Yeah. It's just might and power. And we spend all this time keeping everything like, you know, we're so far removed from any of that. Mm-hmm. And like, we don't, we don't experience it, but like a place like Ukraine experienced it, fucking Palestine, like all these different places. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, America, we, we went to Iraq and we're like, ah, they got some, they got nukes. So let's just go in there. Like, there's nothing like, there's you know, nothing like nothing there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone's up in arms about Ukraine as they should be. But like, there's all these other things that go on that we've just like, we've been, we've done. Didn't like, we bomb mm-hmm. Somalia last week? I don't know. Do we? <laughs> really? I Somalia? Think, yeah. We bombed Somalia? Yeah. Look it up. Yeah, we're just like, like we're on the we're on the inside of it, and so like we are cozy, and we have our fucking iPhones and our goddamn Cactus Jack Jordans, whatever the fuck. Right. <laughs> and like, we're just like, we're like, dude, Nicki Minaj got a fucking new hat, everybody. But we're just like, you know, bayoneting children constantly. Like, when I like, I I open up like the Yahoo News feed, and yeah. the shit that is on there is so fucking wild. It's like one of the Kardashians wore a bikini. Like yeah. that's a headline. Mm-hmm. shit like when that. i'm having a bad day yeah like it, it, i'll just like open that like that stuff usually just washes over me when i'm having a bad day i'll open it and i'll go like i'll look at like what the news is in my you know and like a lot of my news comes out of fucking instagram now because i'm yeah. in that shit and i look at what what everyone's what is everyone posting about and everyone's posting about a text between like kanye and p david like the my whole feed is like this text going back and forth mm-hmm. well it's all, right I, and i'm I, like what the fuck is like I, it's, it's hard to, sorry it's hard to think like you know with all the like the the instagram and the facebook mm. and the fucking tiktoks and all this shit and the news cycle that you know it has these algorithms right which is sends you know somebody looks up a video of whatever the fuck you know the QAnon shit yeah and then the algorithms are sending them further and further down that oh, yeah, down the rabbit hole yeah right and then yeah. it's the same thing on the left but it's weird it's like it when the when the when about a year into the Trump presidency, my friend Brian texted me. I've told Danny this, and he's like, the, the whole country's just divided, right? <laughs> and, my, and I was like, I remember thinking, I was like, this is just like prison. Like oh, the yeah. cops want want beef between 100%. the white dudes, the black yeah, dudes, yeah. and the northern Mexicans. Because that's the only way you control the masses, yeah, right? Yeah. And Brian texted me out of the, and he just goes, he goes, doesn't this feel like prison? I'm like, it's exactly like prison. Mm-hmm, Last time this country's been united was after September 11th. Yep. But, it, you know, sadly, if something like that doesn't happen, you know what well, I mean? Trump, like, Trump knew Trump, not even Trump, the people behind Trump. What's his face? Uh, Bannon. Bannon and like all those guys. Mm-hmm. They knew how to press on. They knew how to press the nerve so properly to fucking get like because it's all there under the surface. Yeah. But like everyone, we're all so malleable. Like if they were to like convince them that, you know, the enemy was Teletubbies, you would have had the whole fucking half yeah. of the country going anti Teletubbies. Like they he, they worked it so hard. They split the fucking, but they're doing it for their own. Like no one gives a fuck about the country. Yeah. Like none of the people in power give a fuck. They no. just want more power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I know that's very obvious, but it's, it's fucking terrifying. You know, like you look at that Deslinsky guy and he's like, he's like, fuck you. I'm here. You know, mm-hmm. and like that any guys of, with the business, any yeah. of our people would have, Fucking, they're they're so beyond out. Like, there's like, are you fucking? I'm not gonna touch this shit. Zelensky know? is kind of like this weird role model because not only is he he's the president of the Ukraine, but he's also Jewish. So right. he, I'm sure, somebody in his family, you know what I mean, went through the the Holocaust mm-hmm. or yeah. you know whatever. And like, he's like, I mean, the man's fucking fearless. You know, yeah. like we don't. It, it, it's interesting. We never get. You know, we always kind of, in my opinion, politically, we always get the like. I got some fucking text yesterday from like MoveOn.org. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah. can you send me? I'm like, look, man. 
I've been sending you motherfuckers money. I, you know, I just vote so my wife and kid can have rights. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not under some illusion that anybody who's president has my best interest. I don't the believe it. No. You know kidding? what I mean? But it's you like, think, give me a fucking break. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like, like when Donald Trump becomes, he's running against Hillary Clinton and everybody's posting photos of them having dinner together, like yeah. The, yeah. the Clintons and the Trumps. You yeah. know what I mean? You're like, fuck, man. It's like, it's all like, it's the rich versus the rest of us. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious, and they have us divided over fucking you know over fucking abortion laws. Yeah, and shit. over everything. It's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. no, you know, it's, when you it's, think and, about it. And they, and, but, but we're just like, you know, we've been getting manipulated from like us. Even this generation has been getting manipulated from birth. Like fucking Thundercats, right? You're watching yeah. fucking Thundercats. They're selling you fucking. Uh, play-doh and candy and shit and you're like you know i was glued the fuck in like i gotta i have to be here at this time to watch the thundercats they got, and i gotta look at the commercials and like you're being sold stuff mm. and like there's never been a time where you never get a break from being marketed to right yeah like i'm in the business of selling shit to people you're in the business of selling shit. like it it's part of like it's our, it's it's part of our our fucking country's fabric to sell and to consume things and we're we're being marketed to through television and then and then like and then reality TV happens, right? Yeah. And we're all and we're we're getting conditioned to reality TV, and like reality TV takes over everything. Reality TV at one point when like when I was in film school, they're like, "This is like I remember some guy got a job like reality TV, and we're like, "What a fucking lame!" Like, yeah, what's he doing? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. And we're like, printing you know, money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then that took over everything, right? Yeah. So then reality TV merged into social media because it's almost the same thing. Yeah. And they're all like, it's all kind of fake reality. And then social media and social media has affected us in such a way where it's like. I think social media has had catastrophic impact on all of our brains. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because like, I don't think that when I open this phone and I can look at like, go like this and look at like hundreds of things, like images just beaming. Like I'm not supposed to see this many pictures at once. No. Like my brain's like, my brain's supposed to be like butterfly sandwich. Like, yeah. <laughs> creek. <laughs> nice cloud. Yeah. <laughs> I watch a movie now. Now I'm like watching a movie and I'm fucking on my phone and I'm, I'm like, it's my, I'm completely my ADD is just fucking gone, right? Yeah. So anyway, well, I, I think that's a lot of why I've, I've been suffering from fucking anxiety is like from like, you know, waking up, looking at fucking Instagram or the yeah. news or whatever. And like, I'm trying not to like get so involved in that shit. It's like, but it, it's, there's no way out of it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you have to be, I feel like you have to either be never buy in and not give a shit mm -hmm. or you have to be at a point where like, cause we're all, I'm, I'm connected to it, like to a degree, like I have to, interact on social media because that's how i interact with people uh that's how i advertise things that i'm doing but like sometimes i'm just like i don't i'd rather just fucking chuck it like I, i'd rather just be like in a barn somewhere drawing like i don't want yeah. you know what i mean like it's but that's not that's not my life you know like well i um, think those people who live off the grid and shit are winning you know what i mean yeah yeah like for sure but you gotta have some steaks in the freezer, man. You gotta, yeah. Be, yeah. Oh, yeah. You gotta be a little or not live in la like yeah you know like i i always um uh, I always wish that I was a guy that came here from fucking Virginia or some shit. Yeah. And came here and made a chunk of cash. And was like, guess what? I'm going back to buy a house for 200 grand. Yeah. yeah. It's a double, it's a two story house with six acres of land. Yeah. I'm probably not Virginia anymore, but you know. Yeah. Like, but you know, this is, you know, I'm, I'm from LA. You know, I take like, it is what it is. I love it. I'm probably not going to go anywhere. Like, you know. Um, Anyway, so back to uh, back to PTP, not to mess. <laughs> no, I, I, my, my, my point is just it seems to, to alleviate a lot of problems for the government. The government doesn't have to deal with. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you flood crack into like black and Hispanic neighborhoods, right, it fucking locks a bunch of the men up. You know what I mean? Like 
now the, you know what I mean? Like, uh, a lot of the women are smoking. I mean, everybody's, you know, a lot of people are smoking it, you know, out of like sheer desperation, you know, poverty fucking just creates things where you want to escape, want like to all escape. three of us do, like alcoholism, you know what I mean? Like, so it makes sense. But then, so once the crack has annihilated every, you know, every minority neighborhood, then like you have the blue collar, because the methamphetamine only really, it, it really destroyed the um, blue collar neighborhoods, right? Like the working class. And it went through, you know, it went through Kavina and shit. Cause it, it was really like that, you know, like mom's vacuuming all night cause people think they can lose weight and all that kind of shit. And now it's made in these super labs in Mexico and it's back to P2P. And that's why people are going into this immediate psychosis. psychosis. Yeah. Right. Cause that wouldn't happen with pill dope. Right. With pill dope, you, I mean, granted, like the guys are making like four ounces to a pound, but they would pH test it like those little pool strips. Yeah. And you would get it you would pH test it to get it like, a, I don't remember what it is, but let's say a, a man's pH level is a seven and a woman's is an 11. So you would pH test it right at like a nine. That's where you would want to get it. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. But th there was also a place called Chem Lab in um, Placentia and you could go there, you could buy 10 pounds of iodine crystals and 10 pounds of red phosphorus per person per year. But they took, this is in the fucking late eighties, early nineties. They took a copy of your driver's license and wrote down your license plate number, you know? Yeah. But you could go in there and buy those chemicals. So you How really, much would 10 pounds of each yield? Well, the, this is the, this is what you treat. So you would take, um, you would take the ephedrine, right? The Sudafed activate, you would grind it in coffee grinders and dude like I, it was like you'd have to have like six of them because they the engines would burn out because you're grinding pills you put them in a in a pot why not throw it all and put it all in one vitamix i don't know if they had vitamixes mm -hmm. back then. i don't, also don't know if it would get it fine enough maybe uh, i'm not sure yeah, yeah, yeah but you would pour it in there you would boil it and it would separate the buffer and the ephedrine and the ephedrine looked like an oil it was like a yellowish <laughs> oil and you would draw that out with a turkey baster and put it in the flask oh. then you add the iodine crystals and the red phosphorus is very hot. Like it's very, um, like it, like it can, you can, you can create a bomb out of that shit, but the red phosphorus you would put in and that's what would, um, activate the, cause if it was sitting here on the table, right? Like you would see it, it would just start bubbling and bubbling, you know, like kind of like some shit out of a mad scientist thing, but that's why you're swirling the flask because you're trying to keep the reaction from blowing out the top mm. you know what i mean but you could uh, the like phil's dad and shit was like washing iodine crystals and reusing them so the base what you're doing is you're taking the ephedrine the active ingredient in antihistamines pseudofed activate you're removing the oxygen molecule that's all you're doing molecule <laughs> welcome to welcome to how to make uh yeah. how to no, make that keys corner here no but my point is like it goes from like these barrels of this p i've never even seen p2p shit in, in my life but yeah it goes from that like somebody it's hard to think the government didn't have a hand in it because it's like some scientists just go hey i'm gonna figure out how to make this shit out of coal well, now that now the new shit is that is that all from the cartels the yeah and that's p2p dope again and why why do you think that they would be made like it's making everyone crazy. Well, like, I just saw this dude in downtown was just walking. Somebody just started stabbing him in the head. Like it's just random attacks. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> I and, saw two people walking on the freeway on the way over here. And yeah. not because their car broke down. Yeah. Like they've they, you know, they haven't had a car in years. Well, like, listen, they're just it's fucking lawless here. It's like an eighties zombie movie. Like yeah. now it's like reality, I the the fabric of, of like reality, like you know when they did when they turned on that hydron collider thing like ten years ago, yeah, and they're like it might ripple, it might <laughs> fuck with the world. Like I think something might have happened because 
We're just like every day something new comes out, like something, some new shit drops. And like, we're literally at a time where like, there are psychotic 1980s horror movie, like speed freaks walking around with machetes, just being like, and you could be walking at like random, innocent civilians are just getting fucking chopped up. Look, this is the worst run city in the country, if you ask me. Right. It's like, it's lawless here. Right. Like, you, I mean, that guy, like, you have to do something pretty fucking severe to get arrested even. Oh, Think no, about you, this. You can you smoke can, no, crack you, yeah, yeah. and like jack off in front of the arc light in broad daylight yeah. and not get arrested. Right. R.I.P. the arc light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I heard they're bringing it back. I'm sure somebody under will. a different theater. Under under, different, yeah. yeah, I got, sure I, I got boned. I love the arc light because I had a, I had a, like a, like a platinum member. You know, like oh, where yeah. you put the paid membership. Can I get and I was saving them up. I was like saving up the fucking okay. points. You know, and, uh, on the right. Okay. I was yeah. saving up all my points for the arc light. Oh I was, like, yeah, yeah, One day, yeah. I, like yeah. I was getting screwed. Yeah. private screenings or whatever. Yeah. I had like eight movie tickets and yeah. they shut down. Yeah, I used to do that too. Yeah. I would just keep banking them and banking them and banking them, being like. One day I'm gonna take a bunch of orphans to the movies or some shit. I well, I, well, speaking of taking orphans to the movies, I work at a rehab, so I literally that's kind of what we do, you oh, know. Yeah, yeah. So I would then use I got my own account, and yeah. then I would stack the points from taking them and getting them snacks and oh, shit. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was like you know I thought oh, I you had were this, fucking, this. Oh yeah, yeah that's you're what getting I get. serious freaking flyer miles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So what are you what are you packing for your trip? What do you take with you? I don't. You know. I mean, I don't even know. I haven't started packing yet. I'll be honest. Is it cold over there? Do you need? Like I was a, looking at the. Yeah, I mean it's cold. So North I'll Face a, bubble I got jacket. A, I got a Gore-Tex Supreme. You know, seven hundred <laughs> fill. <laughs> yeah. you're, like the, you're like the only guy out there, like in a Supreme jacket. They're like yeah. some fucking some Russian hype beast. They must have this jacket. Um, the crazy thing is, so I have a grandpa that. I mean, all of it's crazy, you know. But, but my grandma, my grandpa was a pretty established. A Ukrainian artist and we have all of his art there that we yeah. were trying to get out of there yeah. so my grandma's left it she was like that was part of the reason she didn't want to come she's like well we have like half a million dollars in art like Fuck. sitting there you know so then I was telling because Hassan's been really wanting to come with me he's like come on I'm gonna come with you I'm doing this you know so then I would to get him off my back I was like all right you're gonna come with me but to retrieve the art soon you know so there might be a second mission of us going into no fucking way into into the, the, into Ukraine. the Ukraine how do you get in do you know you go to Poland yeah. And they like you, they, like, let you they in. coyote you in basically. Yeah. They coyote you in. Yeah, but so, it's like very like you know the thing is like as of now like gas is running out like we have to get like to get a cab from like like to get a cab even around town it's like there's no stores that are open like there's you like you can go uh, to the you can go to the grocery store and that's it. Fuck. So Poland is Poland is kind of an ally. Well, yeah. not, not technically an ally, but they're they're they're, they're an ally. They're, I mean, their fucking border has been open. They're taking in fucking and as many. And Poland refugees. Poland's pretty powerful, aren't they? Yeah. Don't they have like don't they have a good uh, don't they have a good military? In Poland? Yeah. Poland's kind of a strong country, mm. right? Solid. This guy knows. <laughs> my my jeans are stretching for the record. <laughs> uh, are they fir- are they firming around your buttocks? No, they're uh, they're actually break- breaking in. And sh- Fuck you, Alex. Um, <laughs> he's trying to get the just the perfect pecker outline. He's like, re- re- the Bon Jovi uh, or the Robert Plant. Yeah. No, look, they they open up since I've been wearing them a little bit. I couldn't wear wet jeans all day. It's insane. Well, I know it is, but they're uh, yeah. But they look great. <laughs> they look great. You gotta know it is, but there's nothing I can say. <laughs> they were expensive. I got them for free. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. So back to the you know like Hassan. It's just crazy that you could just like, you can just go. That's yeah. what blows my mind, right? You just don't think about like, I could literally, if I wanted to take a plane to Poland and work my, and be there and be like, I'm here. Yeah. Right? Like you could just be there. Mm-hmm. It's fucking insane. It's insane. A lot of people are doing that. You ever see that uh, documentary, Holy Wars? 
No. There's people doing that, like going and joining like the jihad movement. You ever see those? That um, it was um, there were some Armenian Southsider dudes. You yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, they're like, hey, fucking busting at the end of Migos, right? Like they're yeah. yeah. Like, check this shit out. You're like, what the fuck, uh, dude. That's, that's the funny. other thing is this country's like, like what you were talking about, somebody invading here. This country is heavily fucking armed. Like the citizens. You yeah, know? but I feel like. I feel like we're on, but we're also heavily fucking spoiled. Like we don't know how to go without any. What, how you can't you can't get Postmates in the middle of a fucking firefight? Like what the fuck? Like how, how you know? Like I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I, where are you gonna get a smoothie from? You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like I don't know. I mean, I'd like to think that we. I feel like I feel like we're also so. Uh, you know, there was a time when we were more unified, and I feel like we would all get together and fight, but. I think the only thing we'd fight here is like extraterrestrials and shit. You know, it's like the only thing we'd probably get behind. That's and we'd it. still be arguing about that. Yeah. yeah. Like, they, you know, whatever happened to us, we've been fractured so well. And I think it is a, it's a combination of like politicians leveraging us, like Trump leveraging the fuck out of us just because he wants power. The Russian uh, back end shit of like social media, like, because like the shit that they do on Facebook, like they do, like, cr- there's a whole, I saw a whole documentary in this where it's, um, Cambridge Analytics is that what it is? Yeah. Where they like Cambridge Analytica or Analytics, where like they basically are like it'll be like a guy in a ski mask. It's like it's like catering to like uh, boomers and like seven year olds, and they're like, "This man's gonna rape your daughter. Vote for so you know like crazy shit." Or like yeah. Or like when when uh, you know before the 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 fear was like ISIS and like all this other shit. So like they've been pressing on those buttons for so long, and now they're doing it internally. Now it's like you know your neighbor is blah blah blah, and like well now yeah it's also like I mean. Is your solution, Alex, that we arm the tweakers? Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> they're they're already on. They're already on. They're yeah. already well, you on. have to point them in the right direction because they they'll, they'll just fucking turn on. You know, they'll turn. You got to point them this way. They'll just turn around and start killing backwards. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but I, well, it's I, that's the other. Like, I think that the 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 obviously like the southern states in Texas would fare <laughs> much better than we would here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Southern states. Because here you got, like you're not like it's like you know like I, I think it'd be easier like. To be in prison, you know, because there you're like dodging dicks and knives. But like downtown LA, like you're dodging dicks, knives, like people trying to, you know, like the, just everybody is fucking off their rocker. And it's yeah. because of this. I'll send you this article in the Atlantic, but Danny read it. It's like, mm-hmm. but it's about the modern methamphetamine. That's why people are going into the psychosis. Yeah, it, the, yeah. It used to be real funny, like, you know, like Danny wearing a diaper and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, that's after like months of like fucking being on a sick one, right? Yeah. Now it's like a couple of days and they just yeah. fall oh, on. It, it can be one day, they said. That's one so blast. I called my really? friend the yeah. other day, a friend of mine from my neighborhood who was a really great meth cook back in the day. Yeah. But he's been, he had, he's been on a relapse, thank you, for a few years. And I called him so Lawrence could hear him talk, you know? <laughs> And it was like, and I was like, can you tell them the difference between the, the shit you made and the shit now? He goes, he goes, Keith, he goes, this shit doesn't even get me high. Right. The modern shit, you know, mm, yeah. he goes, it kind of keeps me up. He goes, but it's, he goes, it's terrible. You know, it's also very cheap. It's 200 bucks an ounce. Like it was a thousand bucks an ounce when I get sober, you know? Yeah. I just don't think that everything has to keep getting like, everything doesn't have to keep getting more powerful. Right. Like, you know. You talk about selling nickel bags, buying the nickel bag from a Hesher, and now it's like you can go get a fucking dab from someone, and you feel like you're losing your mind after smoking yeah. weed. Yeah, you know, like I feel like I feel like smoking the I feel like smoking a dab will fucking make you feel. It's the only the only difference is you won't go and stab anyone. You'll just stay inside and order pizza. Yeah, you probably start crying <laughs> or something too, though. Like you can lose your marbles smoking. Oh yeah, like, oh I've yeah. seen it happen. Yeah, the yeah. weed's fucking weaponized. Mm-hmm. Like last time I was out, I was like, damn, I I ate some weed and I was so I was like, I'm higher than. 
I got higher on weed than I've been on anything in the world. <laughs> Not that shit June gave you. Oh no, that was terrible. That was like a. <laughs> Have you told these listeners about that? I don't think I've told this. Two <laughs> CE. Yeah, two CE. Yeah, that was terrible. That was the worst thing. It was. I, you know, I found a video. I found I was going through my videos and I found a video of myself the morning of. Oh. And I was like, the first thing it did to me is it it. Dude's like two CE. It's like you're taking, it's like you're on ecstasy, but acid. It's a blast. I'm like, cool, I'll take two. And I took two with this friend of mine and, and we're hanging out. And it instantly went so bad for me. And like the weird thing happened is that my body, it everything it bloated out, it extended. My body went everything extended for out. For real? Yeah. I was sweating. And then everything I looked at was like the worst, like the worst hallucinations, not even like skulls and like just dark. Everything was terrible, and I was and I and I was feeling very, like schizophrenic and unhinged. Like I couldn't I couldn't formulate a thought or a sentence. Fuck. And I've never like, I've never called anyone. Yeah, I know never, you're not a lightweight. I was no, say. not a yeah. fucking lightweight. And I called you and I go, listen, I'm fucked up. What the fuck's going on here? And he's like, I just need to fucking put on Pink Floyd and chill out. And I'm like, Fuck. I don't know if that's the answer. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a meeting. Like I had to talk to these guys in Japan the next day. And uh, and I was like, I have to be on this call. Like, I can't be fucking this fucking crazily fucked up. So my answer was like, I need coke. I was like, I need some coke to like level me out. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah, of course. So I got my coke dealer in the morning to come by and like, and like I sent, I sent my friend down to talk to him. But I'm on the phone with him, and I'm like, I, I'm, she's coming down, and like, and he's like right out there. She's like, she's coming down. And I'm watching, and like, I end up coming downstairs. I'm like, I'm just in like a pair of boxers, and like, I'm just fucked <laughs> up, dude. Just like, 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 just, just, you know, and like, yeah. completely destroyed, you know. And like, I think I'd owed him, you know, I probably owed him money at the time. I was like, you gotta do me a solid. I talked him into it, and then, you know, I got a bunch of coke in me and like, you know, figured out the rest of my day. But did it kind of conquer it? Yeah, somewhat. I mean, or in my mind, I think it, just, it was like a safe. It was like a safety net. Mm -hmm. like, it was like, it's so fucking weird the way our brains work. Like I'm like, you know, I get too drunk and fucking getting fights and everybody being mad at me. And I remember my solution was, I gotta start fucking like, you know, first it was coke, yeah. then it was meth, and I'm like, I gotta do speed so I don't behave. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. next thing I'm fucking stealing people's shit. You know. Yeah. No, it's uh, the 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 mind of what is that beeping? Spence, whatever. 16 grand to replace the sewer line eight months ago. Yeah. And then a week and a half ago, I had to spend another nine grand replacing the water main. That sucks. <laughs> cool content. <laughs> oh, are we still recording? Oh, yeah. Oh, look, it's Big Chody. Chodiak, what's popping? Hey. Nothing, man. I'm just hanging out at the worst restaurant in North Carolina. <laughs> What's it called? Let's give, him a, let's give him a reverse shout out. It's called Sumo Shack. Don't eat here. It's inedible. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he's, Sumo trying, Shack. he's trying to get fired. <laughs> Where are you at in North Carolina? I'm in Mooresville right now, but I'm from Charlotte. Okay. Can you turn it down a little bit, Jason? Damn, this yellow t shirt I'm I wore. Was a break. What's oh, going nice. on, Jody? What are you so, up to? What y'all doing? What, what's the premise? You know, What's you know. The premise of this uh, live pod. There's no premise. We're just talking to. A, have you ever listened to "It's All Bad"? I actually haven't. No. Um. Well. I need to. I guess. <laughs> we have a dis guys. We have a Discord. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you know how Discord works. You guys, yeah. are you guys no. up on Discord game? Movie night. 
Yeah, they got a movie night. It's every Wednesday, right? No way. Yeah, That's you can great. stream oh, movies in Sunday. there. Sunday? Well, they're yeah, moving around. Yeah, you guys are welcome to join in. This, uh, this upcoming Sunday, we're doing a double feature. It's True Romance and uh, Natural Born Killers. That's a wow, good double yeah. feature. Yeah. That's a great double feature. That's solid. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you I know, think uh, Tarantino, when he wrote those, they were going to be this one long story that intertwined, but they broke up into two separate screenplays. Is that right? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So Natural Born Killers would have happened after True Romance. Yeah. Who wow. directed Natural Born Killers? That's, um, what's his face? Uh, the guy did JFK on that trip. Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone. Is it really? Yeah. It's Oliver Stone, right? I think so, yeah. Listen, Oliver Stone is so unlike he wrote, the way he wrote Scarface. Yeah, Oliver Stone is like, I mean, he's not. I guess he's not super active anymore. Mm -hmm. But the way that he cut those movies, like like Natural Born Killers, if you go back and look at it, that shit is so far ahead of its Why? time and has influenced so much. Like, look at like there wouldn't be Kill Bill without Natural Born Killers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like just the style, he yeah. goes from fucking animation to like every different kind of film stock to like slow-mo to close-ups to like and all of a sudden you're in a sitcom with rodney dangerfield i mean oliver stone was on some shit yeah and they went so deep into conspiracy theory land where he's like my friend was in um my friend played manny on scarface right manolo yeah Ooh. no wow. stephen bauer you know yeah. him yeah we were roommates at impact shut the fuck up then we were roommates after yeah Wait, no. why, why haven't you brought him on fucking it's all bad bro i gotta show you something i haven't talked to him in years but i'll ask him but uh so get this so um he when he was shooting scarface right uh oliver stone was banned from set and steven's like a really nice guy so when he would go over to the fucking craft service table he said oh this happened all the time oliver stone would pop, pop out behind a bush or something be like steven and he had the script he said that was fucking this thick and he'd be like did they get to this page yet? You know, this crazy script because he was banned from set and the only info he could get was by talking to uh, fucking Steven. Do you recognize this shirt? Google Manolo Scarface. Really? I basically made this shirt. I knocked it off. This is a Born and Raised shirt. We haven't released it yet. He's still he's still active too. He's in a bunch of those TV shows and shit, right? Yeah, he's on um, there it is. Ray Donovan. Hit him up on Instagram. He's I haven't on, talked to him for years, oh, wow. but he's on Ray Donovan. He told me to DM him. <laughs> Slide in the DMs. Yeah, well, he had a thing because you know his old roommate just got busted for like that dude who killed those two women. Turned out it was Steven's old roommate. Oh, the guy from Sons of Anarchy. Maybe I don't know. Just recently. That, oh, remember that guy from Sons of Anarchy lost his shit and was like up up on his roof with a sword. I have a story about that. <laughs> so, um. My friend, Pat, lives across the street from that house. And an old lady owned that house. And she would rent rooms to creatives, like writers and actors and shit. And that's how that kid ended up there. He was living there in her house, right? Renting a room. And it's that, that shit had happened. You know, he had, whatever. He had either jumped or fallen off the roof and died, right? He, he killed her cat, killed her. Oh. And, um, and then he died. But um, I was at Pat's house at a Christmas party. And I, we were standing there and I was like, hey, where's that house at? And he goes, that's it. It was right across the street. <laughs> and it was that part of Los Feliz where not, it, the house was tall as it was, but it's on the north side, you know, so it's even higher from the ground because the, the ground's angled. And um, this is probably six months after the dude died there and, you know, we killed the lady. <laughs> and anyway, so I was looking at it and the lights were on in the house and shit. And I go, is somebody living there? And he goes, yeah, the other roommates, they never left. 
I'm like, what? No way. Wow. Yeah, for real. And then um, uh, the other roommates, they just stayed living there. And then this valet lady who was working at the party, she she looked at me and she goes, she goes, oh yeah, the house has been saged and shit. I'm like, <laughs> it's been saged. Sage. Are you? But apparently, like he, you know, he went nuts. He was living there. He killed her cat, killed her. And then the there's some kind of workers next door, like painters or something, and they chased him. And he, that's how he ended up on the roof. And then they're not sure if he slipped or jumped. You know what I mean? Wow. Do we lose Charlie? Yeah. Anyway, Charlie, it was good seeing you. You got anything no. you want to talk about real quick? I'm Chody's kind of like the lead guy in the Discord. Oh, kind cool. of like running shit. He's taking it upon himself to kind of basically organize everything. So he's like a he's our only moderator at this point, right? He's our, our yeah, head moderator. He's our head moderator. How did yeah, you find a, Powerful Truth Angels, Chody? Um, I was like a fan of Matty Matheson's bitch ass, and then uh, we <laughs> eventually like. They linked up, and I was like, oh, man, I wish this guy Two-Tone would talk more in the fucking podcast. And eventually, it got to a point where he was talking more, and I was like, holy shit, this guy's great. Nice. But, uh, yeah. Um, Jody wants to move out DJ here. DJ sets now. What's that? Pretty cool. We do uh, DJ sets now on Saturdays with the homie DD Bones. He no does, way. Like, alternative DJ sets. When, how long has this been going? I didn't see this. Do you know about this? Oh, we, I, I added you and you didn't, didn't reply. Damn. Oh, damn. If you look on the events uh, in the Discord, okay. the next one is uh, listed. It'll be April 2nd at like 11 or 10 p.m. I'm telling you, man, it's a whole fucking, it's like wow. a whole little community. Like sea monkeys, man. They have yeah. And the dude lays it down. Check out our podcast. Yeah. It's all bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I certainly will. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to get back to washing dishes. Thanks, man. All right, Charlie. <laughs> right, Charlie talk to you soon. That dude's great. Yeah. Um, what about this restaurant? It sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't ever come here. He's like, fuck it. That's when you're at the very, yeah. the very end. <laughs> yeah. So you so guys I have, hope a motherfucker would. Yeah. He's like looking for that. Yeah. Um, so you guys have your first live show happening. What's what's going on there? Uh, we're going to do the Somebody, this guy at the Echoplex, Luke. Shout out, Luke. He sent us a message about doing a live show there, which we've never done. But we'll be uh, we'll be on the stage, and then we're just going to pull people like you and shit, different friends of ours, up to tell stories. We'll have some people that were on before. We'll bring them back. We'll have some special guests that we can't say who it is, but special celebrity guests. Special celebrity guests. Do their names rhyme with Fark Farron? <laughs> no, he ain't down. He's like, nah. I don't yeah. think I'll be pulling up to that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, we got a musical guest. We got a DJ. Whoa, yeah. really? Yeah, we got the musical guest. We can't announce why legally because Crazy it, Town. Yeah, that would be tight. That would be no. fun. But I think Seth from Crazy Town is going to come on really the podcast. Yeah, yeah you know what's crazy? Hmm. We used to have a long beef, Seth and I. Graffiti shit? No. I don't know if I should get into it, but <laughs> I just don't want to like, like it was such a, a long thing. And I started seeing him in the past few years, I would seen him at the sauna and I've been programmed my whole life to just be like, like my mind is always like, well, it's fuck this guy. So every time I see this guy, I have to tighten the fuck up and be like, oh, you know, yeah. I just, it's just in my head to kind of be like that. And like, not even like I want to, it's just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't know where that comes from. It's like I'm being defensive. 
combination of things, but mm-hmm. like, and I'm also like, I also have heard that, you know, that I'm like sometimes kind of like I can be standoffish. So like, if yeah. you don't know me, I'm kind of like, and it's not like I'm sitting there being like, fuck you. I'm just sometimes like, in, I don't know, I'm thinking about fucking hot dogs. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And, you know, like, or, or I'm just like, and like my face, my resting face can kind of like, I kind of be like this, but I'm just thinking about something. But I look, I'm so big. I just look mean and people are like, oh, that dude fucking doesn't like me. So that's kind of how I've I've operated through the world for a very long time. I'm trying not to be that kind of like that yeah, guy anymore. Lawrence said this morning, he goes, I don't think Two-Tone likes me. I go, Two-Tone loves you, Lawrence. I go, he's just like that. Everyone thinks I don't like At one point. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I have the crazy story for you. Oh, can we tell it? Can we tell it under the, ni- under the name? Can we, hey, can you bleep out the name and we can tell it? I mean, that's fine. Yeah, no, they I mean, it's not like whatever, dude. You're gonna fucking love this. So he gets. I mean, he's gonna kill me if he, just we'll believe it. We'll believe yeah. it on the podcast. So he gets hit and run. He gets hit and ran. His car was parked. Gets hit and run. Some dude clips his shit. Whatever. The neighbors are like, "Hey, we found the guys. We saw the guy that clipped your car. Here's the fucking license plate, right?" So he does whatever he needs to do and finds out. Have I told you this yet? No. No. So he goes and he finds out what he, who the guy is, where the, you know, and then somehow gets the guy's phone number and goes, Hey, I know that you hit, I know that you clipped my car. You know, this happened a few weeks ago. Oh, no, he calls me and he goes, Do you own a red Honda Civic? And the guy goes, No. And he goes, Well, do you live right here? And the guy goes, Oh, maybe. You know, and he goes, Well, whoever lives right here and owns a red Honda Civic clipped my car. It was a hit and run. You know, and the guy goes, Oh, no, 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 I didn't do that. This was in traffic it happened? Like, no, this was like his car was parked. Oh, okay, he just yeah. drove by. And drove by, yeah, nicked it, gotcha. it and then kept driving. But the neighbors, you know, snitched yeah. on him, whatever, yeah. saw it, you know, yeah. good good Samaritans. They call, you know, he so he calls, he hangs up the phone. The guy calls back and he goes, hey, you know what? I did do that to your car. I did clip your car. I, you know, I no damaged way. It. Yeah, Korean dude lives in Korea, you know, whatever. And he's like, hey, like, whatever. And he's like, oh, fuck, whatever. He goes and he's like... um, He's like, all right, like, let's meet up and let's go, you know, like, let's, uh, let, like, let's meet up so we can get this done. And the guy's like, I don't know about that. So then he's on, <laughs> so then a week later, he's on Larchmont. He's getting a coffee and he walks out. And as he walks up to his car, he sees the guy that hit and ran him buffing out paint, buffing out the side of his car. No. Yeah. What? And he's buffing. You, you know this, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, he's buffing the car. He walks up and goes, what the fuck are you doing? What's wrong with you? You know? And uh, the guy's like, wait, stop. I'm not doing nothing. So he comes up, bitch slaps the guy. Yeah. Not once, but twice. <laughs> yes. No. On yeah. large spot. There's people with their phones out filming this happening. No. Broad daylight. Yeah. Then the guy's friend comes up and he goes, what are you doing? Stop hitting him. He grabs a friend and headbutts him. What? (laughs) Full Clint Eastwood moment. Yes. We have to cut that out of the podcast, I think. Send that motherfucker to Ukraine. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Can we just bleep the name? We just cut it out. Yeah. Just cut the name out. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, did you know he had it in him to do that? I did. No, you did? Really? (laughs) You seen him get fucking squirrely with somebody? No, but I remember like Boyd came into the... Dude, he's like, he's a mechanic. And he, uh, but Boyd came in the side of the meeting, I remember. And Boyd was like saying shit. I'll be out there when the meeting's over, motherfucker. <laughs> like, he, does I, a, he has some pent up. I've I, I like, seen him get pretty frustrated at times. Yeah. Yeah. I, he's got it in him. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, for sure. Dude, bitch slapped him. And the guy, but that's so weird. The guy, how did the guy know 
was. I don't know. That maybe I he just know. yeah, that maybe he saw the car like just in the neighborhood because it's all around the same. He lives in Koreatown, and then the, this happened, and then he he goes to the same coffee shop on Larchmont. You know, so weird that this shit happens. Yeah. You know what's crazy? When I was a kid, I um in Venice, I used to live off of Pacific, and this one time I got invited to a party, some randomly. I was, just, I was some punk fucking kid. I was like maybe a teenager, maybe or maybe twenty. Um, and I get I go to this party in this house in Venice. Long time ago, this is the 90s, early 90s. And um, I go to this party in this dude's house and it's over by uh, Westminster Park. And, and it's obviously a party I'm not supposed to be in because it was like super fancy. And the, the house was fancy. And like the guy was, I thought the guy was in advertising because every room was thematic. He had a fucking professional sized scoreboard over his bed. No, like, way. dude, it was it was like you're in <laughs> it was like Pee Wee's Playhouse, but if everything was like kind of adult theme, like everything was designed out. Like you go into another room, like the game room was like everything neat. Like it was fucking crazy, right? The whole house was done up like this. I remember, I remember it fucking my head up so much as a kid. Like I think it, like I think it altered my brain. Like to see like the possibility that you can literally do anything. Like this guy just took it upon himself to make his. His every part, every room of his house, a set. My whole life, I always thought about this house. And I'm always like, God, I wonder if that guy was like a, he's probably a production designer. Yeah. But I was like, but he must have been a way high up production designer because it was like the house was beautiful. Like it was over the top, right? <laughs> and fucking randomly, I'm at lunch. This buddy of mine invites me to lunch with a, with a few of his friends. It's just guys that get together for lunch. I'm having lunch with this guy. And he talks about, he lives in Venice. This guy's rich, right? And uh, talks about, yeah, he lives in Venice and, uh, you know, he's got this property off of Pacific. And and I just kind of thought about it and it made me think of that house. And then I see him again at lunch another time and I'm, and I'm sitting next to him and I'm like, I'm like, man, you know, when I was a kid, I went to this party and uh, and, I, and, I, and it, was, it was so crazy. I was off of Pacific, this house, and I go in the guy's bedroom. He had a scoreboard above his bed. He goes, yeah, it's my room. It was my bedroom. I'm like, no. I'm like, are you serious? Like, yeah. And he just t- and I start describing. Oh, like, yeah, that's my house. He's like, I've since bought the rest of the area, but like, that's no my house. way. Yeah. How crazy is that? Like, talk about coincidence. Yeah. I randomly stumbled in this guy's house twenty something years ago and didn't have lunch with him. Wow. And you know, just you know, just guys in LA. Like, I had a kind of a similar thing happen in a sense, but I, when I was in the boys' home in 1987 in Silver Lake, we used to go up and um. We go up to this uh, uh, convent and help the nuns, you know, the me and the, the boy, like they take us up there in a van and we'd help them do shit, you know, like, bring them. <laughs> yard work, moving stuff. Anyway, <laughs> this is in 1987. So in 2000, I don't know, 2000 or 2001, this director friend of mine, Kevin Kerslake, was getting married there. Hey, getting married at the Paramore, right at the top of Mickle Terrain, mm-hmm. right? So we're at this, um, and I hadn't shot any commercials there or anything, but we're at this thing at the Paramore at this wedding. And I like, I like turn into a room and I'm like, I turn to go to the bathroom. I'm like, fuck, I've been here before. You know what I mean? And I kept like, just all these things kept reminding me of shit I had seen before. And finally it dawned on me. I'm like, fuck the Paramore was the convent. No um, way. Yeah. And then that, that woman who I can't remember, Dana, what's her name bought it and turned Like all these people live there and shit. It, it was, it's a trip that place. There's little cottages around it and shit. Wow. I've only been there once. You know how they do like the yearly estate sale yeah. or whatever? I went with Uncle Vic, you know? Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, he got some pocket cheese. I, had a, I went to a yard sale over there up, off Melrose in the um, early 90s and bought a bunch of like props from that Sledgehammer video. Oh, wow. I've been on speed all night. 
it's stuck in Hollywood and somebody had to fucking come pick me up in the morning and I'm like, I can't pass a yard sale when I'm on meth, you know? And we're driving out, <laughs> fuck, can you pull over here? And um, we pull over and there was some cool shit. You would have loved it, Alex, but there's like, the one, two things I can remember. There was, one thing was like an old, like, like a television from the forties, maybe it was about this big. And it was on a lazy Susan and it had a hologram in, 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 in the screen. So when you turned it, it was um, King Kong grabbing the girl. Mm. That's all it was as you turned it. And then there was a- Fucking gold to a tweaker. Dude. Yeah. Oh, dude, you have like, no idea. Even if you're sober, you're like, I have to talk myself out of buying and be like, fuck, I, that's it. I need it. I'm like, no, you don't need it. Was it was the- You'd be thinking about it. Yeah. You know, when, you're, when you're tweaking, you, know, you, you really want the thing so you can brag about it. So I yeah. want to bring it over here and be like, hey, Alex, look what I got. I don't, I don't give a, it's not that it's worth anything, but it's worth me rubbing it in your face or Danny's face that you don't have it, right? So much shit like that. Like, I got to get that. And um, the other thing was a, a, like, a, like a thin metal ball that had a lamp in it. It was pretty cool, but it was on like a 25 foot cord. So, you know, it's a, a rolling ball with a light bulb in it. So no matter where you would roll it, the light would aim. But I got to this fucking, I get this yard sale. And there's all this, there's other shit there too. I can't really remember what those two things I remember, but I'm standing there and I'm talking to the dude and he's like, I'm like, how much is for this? And it was, this is the early nineties. He's like, I'm like, how much for this TV thing? He's like, 250 bucks. I'm like, God damn, like at a yard sale? You know, like 250 bucks. And then I was asking about something else and I asked him about something and I looked and he was on the nod. He was like this. Oh, no way. And he goes, 30 bucks. I was like, I'll take it, right? And then I'm like, so I kept asking him about things and then I'm like, <laughs> I timed it. I'm not bullshitting you. I I'm on speed, he's on heroin and I timed it and I'm like, fuck, okay, I gotta wait. And then I went back by the TV and I'm just watching him and I see him going to a nod. I'm like, how much for the TV? He's like, 45 bucks. I'm like, take it. <laughs> and like, dude, and same thing with the ball. I was just sitting there waiting out his nod, like trying to time it and I'm fucking spackled on speed, you know? But I, I got all that shit. I was talking to someone about like the the different things that the different things that people get addicted to. And it's like, you know, there's like there's only a couple major food groups. It's like, you know, the heroin group, yeah, the speed group, and the speed cocaine, and uh, and then booze, right? Yeah. And you know, out of the heroin group, the one thing that's attractive because I, I was I wasn't a heroin guy, but the heroin group, you can still get stuff, like you can still get music out of it. You can still get art out of it. Like yeah. people still like did stuff. Yeah. People would write. People would write novels on heroin. You know, yeah. like people. But like as soon as you get into like speed, like nothing good ever came out of speed. Never. Like maybe some, maybe some weird. You know, maybe there's some weird bands that were on speed. That like you know, maybe what Eagles of Death Metal. They were fucking. They were all speed freaks. Right <laughs> yeah. there at some point, mm -hmm. they made some great fucking albums. Like mm -hmm. you know those guys. But I don't. I don't know what they do. But you know, maybe they're the exception to the rule. But um. I think a lot of great stuff was started on speed. Like yeah. a lot of really, really cool stuff was started, but it just never went anywhere. It never goes anywhere. <laughs> I had one friend who was the one, cause you know, traditionally when you're on speed, you know, you're getting something that you're gonna fix, yeah. right? you know? And like, and it never, you know, for me, like I'd go to prison or something, you know, like I traded like an eight ball and something else for like a, a 55 Chevy coupe, you know? <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, it was nothing, it was like, 55 bucks no 35 bucks an eight ball and like a cordless phone not a cell phone right a cordless home <laughs> phone and i got it and i got it over to my friend's house you know and i'm like Ooh, i'm gonna get new seats for it. you know and i'm I, you know you're you think you're just gonna come across everything by trading meth for it you know like i got busted and then i remember i got out and i was at a house in a different city and that car was there i was like yo what the, they sold my shit use my whip yeah but um but i had one friend my friend matt was the one dude who could accomplish things like he'd get a fucking go-kart mm -hmm. frame 
and then build it. One time there was a, uh, like a, a stump of wood, you know, like a, uh, a tree trunk, like probably two <laughs> feet high. And he grabbed it and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing with that? He's like, I'm going to make a stool out of it. You're right. And I'm like, yeah, right. Dude, he polished it. It looked like a fucking leprechaun could live on it. It was beautiful. <laughs> oh, the other thing he bought, he bought a, um, what was that fucking thing that, uh, that hooked up to your vacuum to cut your hair in the eighties? The Floby. Yeah. True story. He bought a Floby at a yard sale, but it didn't have any of the attachments. And I came over to his hair house and his hair was all cut and shit. And I was like, do you go to the barber? He goes, no, I use that Floby. I looked, it's on the floor and it has a comb tape to it because it didn't have the attachments. <laughs> <laughs> he would get shit done. Wow. Listen, sim simpler times when, you're, uh, when, when your only issue is to, is to get drugs and cruise around, everything's much easier. Too. Yeah. You don't have much of a life, but like, you're not worried about paying your taxes or fucking feeding no. your kids or like you're not stressing over some dumb job or fucking, you know, doing something right. You're just like, I just got to get high today and cruise around and maybe go to a yard sale. Yeah. yeah. I I got but once I was at a yard sale for seven hours. one time. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, it was on a Thursday, which, you know, finally oh, yeah. it's on a, a weekday, a weekday Dude, yard sale. That's, so, yeah, that's I'm the, telling you, you don't even I can't explain to you seven hours. <laughs> When you find a yard sale on a Thursday, it's literally as if there was a rainbow and there's a pot of gold and I was the first one to find it. That's what it feels like. Like I got there, I couldn't believe how lucky I was. I was like, there's nobody here. And it was an old lady and like a little girl who lived next door, like a teenage girl, really sweet, who was like friends with the old lady. And I like start going through and there's all these old tools. Her husband had passed away, they were moving. And I'm like, all these tools and shit and um i'm buying and my friend i was with my friend simone and he finally after like an hour and a half he goes keith can i please take the car man i can't do this anymore i go yeah go ahead so he takes the car and leaves. Like, yeah go ahead weirdo he's like page me when you're ready or whatever right and then i'm about to call him and i look in the back of the garage and there's a fucking a a a, a, a vice you know like an old vice from probably like the 30s or the 40s like mounted on the tool bench and I was like, what's gonna happen with your husband's tool bench? And there was like a perlator hat on it and shit. Like, and she goes, uh, they'll probably just tear it out. And I, I just got sentimental. I'm like, they can't fucking do that to a spice. <laughs> and I'm looking at the tools I bought from her, which was no bullshit, like a pair of real fucked up old pliers and something else. And I, I go, do you mind if I remove that vice? And she's like, uh, no. And dude, fucking four hours of me like sweating like fucking Richard Simmons, just and I got it off with a pair of pliers. I dismounted a fucking vice oh from God. that thing. Well, there's a tweaker will, huh? Yeah. What my my friend Diane and, and um my other friend they were when they were cooking dope out in Ontario and Corona, like you know, because we'd be going like a few days straight, and. I was just like a runner, you know, I was just like mm -hmm. making sure everybody stayed awake, going and getting sandwiches, ice, you know, a lot of ice and shit. And like, and they'd be like, you get ice and some sandwiches. I'm like, yeah. What's with the ice? It's just hot? Duh, for, for the cooking the speed okay. and shit. They would mm -hmm. use it to cool cool shit down. But I was like, um, they were like, I, I'd leave and I'm just like literally going to get sandwiches. I, how long does that take? Like 10 minutes at the most, you know, like four, three sandwiches. But I would go to get the sandwiches and I'd stop and pick up ice. Like, I probably should have been back in 20, 25 minutes. But every time I went, you know, they were like, fuck, you've been gone like three hours. I'm like, what? Like, I didn't honestly didn't know no, it. But, at the time. Yeah. And then they're like, all of a sudden it was like they had to sit down with me. They were fucking mad, too. Like, like, dude, we could get busted. You're fucking going to yard sales. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, I couldn't like I'm like, wait, but, you know, such good prices. You know what I mean? I'm like, but like, like, and dude, um. So then they would send me out to do things. And dude, it, it became this every time. Go get food, 
and get ice and no fucking yard sale. They were fucking <laughs> mad. No fucking yard sales. I'm like, okay, okay. So I remember I left and I'm like, I go and I'm getting, I'm trying to do my best, you know, and I'm like fucking driving and I see a yard sale with, the remember thing I remember is in the garage, I saw one of those old Cobra jackets, you know, those Ford Cobra jackets. Mm. And I drive by, I was like, ooh, you know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> you know, like he's got one of those. This is before the internet. You weren't just finding those. Yeah. And dude, I'm, I passed the house and I, I only have probably a few blocks to go. Yeah. But I'm literally, I didn't have any power over it. I was just like, oh yeah. You turn. Yeah. And then I got, I bought a bunch of shit and I was still gone about two hours, but I hid it in the bushes down the street. Cause they they came out and searched the car to see if I did. <laughs> yeah, 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 items, yeah. any accessories, any new The crazy thing is that not a lot has changed because you still have that capacity. Remember the remember when you went up to Seattle and you came back with a whole fucking container full of uh, fills and shit. Fills yeah. And shit. yeah. Remember, he's like, hey, come here. He comes, comes to me. He goes, check it out. You need a computer bag? He pops up in his trunk. There's like eight computer bags. I was like, <laughs> I gave Danny one. I got one. Hell yeah. I was like, you know what I do? <laughs> uh, now, now he uses his power for good. He just yeah. gives it away. I was going to give you one, and then, but your old lady bought you one for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's I, I'm like terrified of, uh, I'm just terrified of having more stuff because like stuff just comes here all the time because my office is here. And uh, any, 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 any chance I can have to not have stuff? But I can't say no. You went that thing a few years ago. You went on a thing where you purged everything. Remember? I do it. All, I do it all the time. I do it every, constantly. Really? Yeah, I have to. It's like stuff. There's just like, dude, I'm on some like seating list, and I'm getting sent like just random shit. Like what? Give us an example. I don't want to say because I can't. I can't uh, say. Okay. Can't say. <laughs> Not like the books and stuff, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I just like dildos and shit. Yeah, it's all oh. dildos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just there's so many. I'm on a dildo CD list. Liberators. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh yeah. So Keith, Keith has a roommate. <laughs> Fifty years old with a roommate. <laughs> the one thing, the one thing I I know you a long time, and the one thing I was like, damn, I remember I remember going to your house in Covina. I'm like, fuck, Keith has like six roommates. Oh, Altadena, yeah, Altadena, yeah, and um. And I was like, and I'm like, you know, but you, I know you own the house, and and I, and I, and you had the roommates, and I was like, how does he deal with that? Because like my, I've always not, I want less people around me. Right. I want, I want to be alone. I, yeah. I don't want anyone around me. And your thing is like, you want people around you all the yeah. time. And I go there, and it was like, it was fun because we go there and watch fights, and there's just be like all these different rooms, like Eric Dressen's there, and all these other fucking yeah. guys. It's like you get to see everybody because they're always there. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a problem with having roommates around, and I was like, maybe it's because like. You spent a lot of time in jail mm. and like you're used to being jammed up with a bunch of people. Well, me and, I think me and Danny were talking about the other night. I think it was me and you mm. like, but there's like, there's, I, I, it's a thing left over from like the, um, the tweaking days. Also like, you know, I like, I, I was homeless really at 15. Like, you know, I never had brothers and sisters or anything like that, but there's a thing like where definitely during the speed day, you know, when people want to like hide out, I, yeah. I wasn't that guy. Right. I would literally like, I, I've done some humiliating, like, I would be like, let's say I'm on a run with Danny and he gets too tired or has to go home or something. Then I go to your house and like, oh, yeah. you go to sleep. And I, I would go to the, tw I, I've done this a hundred times. I go to the 24 hour Walmart yeah. in San Dimas or, or there's another <laughs> one in Ranch Cucamonga. <laughs> yeah. I literally went there because I'm like, you know why? Because I'm like, there's going to be some other people on speed at three in the morning at this Walmart. <laughs> oh, right. And it worked. I remember running in the, uh, running into the, my friend Richie and the one in Ranch Cucamonga. I was like, fuck yeah. Like, hey, I don't have to be alone. <laughs> you got someone to talk to. <laughs> yeah. Just someone to gab with. Huh? Yeah. 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 Went on a run with him. 
Really? Yeah. Damn, that's so hard. You're like, fuck it. Where can I find out? It's not, and it's funny because like you're not even looking for like you're not even on some weird creepy sex shit. You're just like, I just want to talk. Yeah. Like, I, I just want to hang about, out. Yeah. I just yeah. want to talk about what I bought at the yard sale. I want to talk to you about your life. Mm-hmm. I want to fucking talk about what's next. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not even like you just want to hang out. Mm-hmm. You know. I I do. I, I mean, I love talking and I love learning about human beings. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, that's just the thing I have. Yeah. So speaking of, you just got a uh, you sent me a, a picture of a, of something that arrived at your house. It's called the the Liberator, the, the Purple Wedge. Yeah, the Liberator. Yeah. In purple, Lawrence ordered a purple one. Mm. It's but like the, a, it's like a custom foam fuck pillow. Yeah. Um, it's so funny because there's been periods in my life where I'm like, I'm gonna get a Chinese basket. And I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang, hang it. I'm gonna hang it from the ceiling over my bed. And then I'm like. <laughs> Wait a minute. Then, then I have a Chinese basket in my house. Like, <laughs> what if someone like wants to take a nap in my room or right. something, or like some weird? And they go and they're like, "Why is there?" A, and it, I'm lazy. I'll just leave it there. I wouldn't mm-hmm. fucking dis, dis And I'm like, "There's just a harness hanging from you." So I've like never brought myself to do anything like that because it's like you're crossing the line into true perversion. Yeah. yeah. But you have at your house uh, a, a bright purple sex pillow that your roommate ordered. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just like the minute the minute I saw it, I'm just like dying because I'm just imagining, just like someone just getting work on that thing. Someone's oh. being like you're. That thing is like you're backed up in a corner and you're crammed into a position that just is like completely. You're completely vulnerable and viable, and you're just getting smashed. Well, you know, it, it folds up. You know, like it folds into different things. Apparently, right? It's a transformer. <laughs> yeah, it really is a transformer. Like it could do like a thing where like. You know the person's on their knees, bending over it, face down, or something. I don't know. I don't really know, but there's all this. You different- come home and your wife's using it to get the oatmeal from the yeah. shelf. <laughs> Burn your feet. <laughs> no, like, but the a couple. I think I sent you a picture of it a few weeks before. A, Lawrence started dating this girl. Did I tell you about this? No, <laughs> oh, you know, you sent me the picture. Oh, okay, I yeah. sent it to Danny. But the, this box shows up at the house, right? And it's on the porch, and I don't have my glasses on. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. You know, just you grab shit, and yeah. I grab it. I oh. And I go to open it and it says like, and it's a big bottle of lube. It's like the size of a fucking beer can, you know? Oh and I'm my. like, oh, fuck, that's not mine. <laughs> so I left it there <laughs> on the porch. And then I came home a couple hours later and dude, that thing, and Lawrence is pretty clean. Like, yeah. you know, he knows I'm a like, freak, but I come in the house and that box is fucking torn apart. Like it looked like a fucking pterodactyl got to it. <laughs> it's torn apart and the lube's missing, <laughs> Oh, yeah. you know? And then, um, but the better one, when I sent the picture of the fuck pillow to Alex, I sent a picture cause like, Lawrence eats like cauliflower rice and yeah. shit, but he cooks it with I can't believe it's not butter. Mm-hmm. So I sent a picture to try to make the story better with the liberator and hit for some reason I don't know why if it was a deal on him at Vons or something, but it's three bottles of I can't believe it's not butter. Wow, oh, because he's like a bodybuilder, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like super calorie conscious. Yeah. Oh, he weighs the um, cauliflower rice on the scale. He weighs the cauliflower for rice for six weeks. All he ate was cauliflower rice and just chicken. What? White chicken. That's, I can't yep. do it. That's crazy. Cauliflower rice and Mu- he would do mustard seasoning. He would like yeah. season it with mustard. Yeah, that was the, uh, that's all he ate. All he ate Every for six meal. weeks when he was dating that girl. Yeah, what? Just to get shredded? Yeah. yeah, he's back on it now. He is. He got a new one. I don't know if I told you, but like he, him and that girl broke up. There's like fucking ice cream containers. Because I'm shit. going to McDonald's. Yeah, fuck it. Mm-hmm. First night. And you know the, the the sad thing about it is a big secret. No one's gonna tell Lawrence is that the girls don't give a shit. Yeah, fun. they do not care if you're ripped. Like, it's, and like, he's already like buff. And it's yeah. like, what you're gonna have an extra six pack? She doesn't care. She doesn't gotta give a fuck. It has nothing yeah. to do with that. You could be a fucking like behemoth. They do not give a shit. When uh, 
when I was helping him, when I first started working out, and uh, Lawrence was like, he was on the the tail end of his like uh, fucking what's it called um, steroids, yeah, the cycle, you know. And he's like, dude, he's like, you're working out, you're doing this thing. Goes, uh, he was like, you want you want me to fucking break you off, like what you know, like a thing, you know, like whatever trend or whatever he was doing, yeah, like you know. And, I, oh. and I'm all thinking, I'm like, oh, I mean, that's not a bad. He was like, dude, he's like, you know, he's like, haven't you ever walked by the mirror and seen yourself in it and like just kind of fucking look at yourself and you're like, fuck, my six pack looks so good. I'm just gonna fucking jack off to myself right now. <laughs> he didn't say that. Yeah, and I was like, no, Lawrence, I have never, never <laughs> have I ever, fuck. no. He's like, yeah, you know, he's like, you get the good lighting and everything. I was like, no, I've never, never, you know. Dude, it'd be so sick to be able to jerk off to yourself. Dude, That's yeah. insane. And then I'm like, all it takes is a little fucking cycle of some trend and whatever, you know. Little- Lawrence is all, I wish I was you so I could make love to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then when I was helping him move, when we were getting all of his stuff out of his house, the last house he was at, which is like fucking bananas. Yeah. yeah. We were getting everything out of there. And, um, and like he had a shelf and on the shelf he had like all this fucking, you know, like all just like, cause he was selling a lot of it, you know? And he Steroids. was like, yeah. And he was like meth psychosis thinking that he did like, there was all these articles up about him, you know? And he was like, people were talking about him. So he was like, you want, you want all the fucking, and it was like thousands of dollars worth of steroids. He was like, Who just take it. I'm done with this. You know? And I was like, so he was, he was on, can we talk about this? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm like talking. So he was on meth shooting steroids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is a crazy combination. Or or was he selling the steroids? Both, I think. Oh, yeah. Fuck. You probably get so fucking. You probably get so. Like, imagine being on. He said it changes your mood and shit, the steroids and shit. Well, that's the thing. Like, see, that's. I've always, like, I'm sure every. I mean, you're not at the age yet, but I'm sure you and I have always had that thought. We're like, maybe maybe it's time to do a little HGH run. <laughs> yeah, I thought about yeah. it. Fuck, I want to be ahead of. Yeah, I want to yeah. be ahead of the game. You know, I want to go into like, my forties. What up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. I've always thought about like, when I get to this age, I'll do it, but I never do it. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it, and I'm like, because I'm always worried that like, fuck, man, what if I, what if I open up that box and it's like, you know. What if all of a sudden I'm like angry or horny or like I don't need any of that? Or like, you start like looking all good and then you're like maybe I need a little testosterone. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, start yeah. adding shit. To and the you spoon. can't right, and you can't ever kind of. I don't think you can ever. I don't know. I don't know what the what the thing is, but I don't think you can stop right because then you end up looking like. I don't think so, but like there's some weird shit that 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 stuff does to some people. You know, I I don't know, but like he was selling to like cops and people on the program all sorts. But look of at shit. but look at him now. He's not on any steroids. No, and he looks great. He's, he's like fit and he's ripped and he looks yeah. great. All it takes is eating cauliflower rice and fucking. But you know his other thing is you know is you hit his cologne thing. No, (laughs) dude, he's obsessed with cologne. Uh, It's I mean obsessed is an understatement. No way, does he smell good all the time? I never noticed. He smells good, but dude, he I moved a box. You know those plastic boxes with the fold over lids? It's full of cologne. I mean, he he bought what was it, a hundred milliliters that was eight hundred and fifty dollars, yeah. like oh, what? crazy shit, like Bujah thirty four, shit like you've a never heard of. Thousand dollar cologne, yeah, hundred percent. He left a bottle of cologne. Where was it? At uh, at the Trader in front Joe's. Of Trader Joe's on Vine when he was on speed because he thought the cops were after him. So as a <laughs> you gift, throw him off his sense. He would know. <laughs> no, it was a gift for the sergeant. Yeah. <laughs> and the best thing is, it's like Sergeant Johnson, but he doesn't. He left a note. He did he leave a note? No, no, no. No, because he, he was having a, he was talking to the guy. Oh, like talking oh. to the the guy know? didn't exist. Yeah, but there is a sergeant. He Johnson. thought he did. Yeah. Oh my god. But he was like, I'm gonna leave a peace offering. I'm gonna leave this cologne in this Trader Joe's parking lot. You know, and like left it there because then, the guy's wife will really like it. The whole thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Holy yeah. shit. 
Thanks for having us. Hey, thank you. It's been it's all bad with the powerful truth angels. Come check them out. Uh, May nineteenth, May nineteenth at the Echoplex. It's going to be a live show. I'll be there. Alex month. will be there. Also, the uh, a band that's name rhymes with Fled Scott Skilly Skeppers is going to be there, <laughs> and uh, other various LA bands. Uh, there'll be artists. There'll be a DJ. There'll be some sick merch. Sick merch. Uh, the whole thing. It's going to be a fucking laugh of palooza. Mm. So I hope to see you there. What's he eating now? What are you eating now, Keith? <laughs>